Welcome to the Occult London Podcast. This is a new podcast dedicated to exploring magic and myths in the Kabbalah as well as other topics. If you like the podcast, please write us a review and rate us on iTunes as it really helps to get this message out there. Also, be sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. If anyone has any questions for me, then I'd love to hear from them, so please reach out via Facebook or an email. As I'd love to answer your questions, you can find my Facebook on the show notes or alternatively email me at occultlondonpodcast at gmail.com. Hope you enjoy it. In today's episode, we will be continuing our discussion on the different archangels of the Tree of Life with a discussion on the archangel Haniel. Haniel is one of the archangels that there's there's not a huge amount of information about, unfortunately. However, having personally worked with uh, her, I found her to be a very powerful being and definitely worth kind of finding out as much about as possible and doing, doing your own work with her. Traditionally, Haniel is associated with love and affection. Um, Haniel is one of the seven archangels who stand before the throne, chief of the principalities, which means virtues, Tarshishim and innocence, and also is the ruler of Friday. Haniel rules over the planet Venus and is also technically in charge of sort of love, desire, um, human sexuality. And traditionally, her month was in December. However, she's also sometimes associated with the goddess Ishtar in Nana and rules Venus. When I say um, her in terms of talking about Haniel, I'm not talking about the concepts of sexuality from a human point of view. However, traditionally, lots of people do tend to treat Haniel as being a having more of a sort of female energy, which is why I am using that term. From a Kabbalistic point of view, um, Haniel's based in Netzach, which is victory, and it's the seventh Sephiroth, or emanation of God. And Netzach is really the level of reality in which our emotional and feeling life starts to sort of take centre stage. It's also the sphere of be- the beauty of nature, art, sexuality, sensuality, and luxury. And it's also known as the sphere of the the fairies and the you know this kind of elemental beings that look after nature in terms of her name Haniel's name means glory of God grace of God or the face of God and this name obviously there's lots of different interpretations from this point of view but it's likely it derives from the Hebrew word Hana meaning joy or pleasure and it's also likely derived from an earlier sort of proto-semitic root um, Akkadian or Sumerian which is Ana meaning heaven or sky as we can see from the attribution of Haniel to the sphere of Venus and nature, she is she's very much connected with the spirits of nature, the spirits of beauty, the spirits of art and creation, as well as the divas of the, the natural world and the hosts of fairy. And in this sense, she's linked very much with the spirits, um, which in the Eastern world would be, would be described as the Avalokiteshvara, the Bodhisattva of compassion, and which is also called in the, in the Chinese tradition, um, Chin Quan Yin, or in Tibetan is Chen Ritsi, who incarnates as the Karmapa and the Dalai Lama. Haniel brings us this kind of deep awareness of the, the harmony and beauty of all things, from you know really the sort of highest level right down to the low. And she also helps us if we work with her to become aware of this divine beauty, this feeling um, that's expressed in art through creation emotion and the arts and 
helps us to sort of become aware of this interrelationship of all created things in the universe. This is something um, Gareth Knight talks about in his uh, Practical Guide to Kabbalistic Symbolism when he says the following. Haniel functions as not only the awareness of harmony and beauty in the lower worlds, but also a great wisdom of the interrelationship of all things. That's a quote from Gareth Knight. Haniel also has other names, including Haniel Netzachel, Haniel Elochel, and in her role as leading the Elohim, and symbols associated with her include a red rose, a torch or a lamp, um, a mirror, a chalice, and also a unicorn. So obviously red rose, you get the concept of you know beauty, but also the sacrifice. Um, a lamp is a nice way of thinking about it from the point of view of this kind of inner light that shines through nature and if you know if you go outside and particularly in the springtime or the summer you can really kind of feel this energy coming out of the 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 beautiful green trees the grass it's this kind of really this beautiful energy going right into this sort of microscopic detail um honey is also very much connected with the earth and the creatures on the earth as well and there is quite a lot of crossover with what she does and the work of uriel some uh, traditions even place Uriel in Netzach rather than Haniel. And it does fit quite well with the sort of nature of the animals, the beauty of nature, the plants, etc. Haniel is meant to have also beautified the earth. So she's meant to have touched all natural things and made them beautiful with the root of creation. Um, it's not too sure, not too clear what this root of creation is. Um, in the east, it's obviously identified as the the ginseng uh, root and in the west as like a mandrake root but yeah she's meant to have essentially looked at creation and made everything beautiful and in that role um it could be said that she's quite connected with uh characters from you know sort of midsummer night's dream you've got oberon um titania the queen of the fairies haniel's also meant to have made the earth to be clothed with you know, beautiful forests, flowers, um, wide plains of grass, the, the plants and blossoms as well. So the earth very much becomes an altar to Haniel and as an offering to the highest divine. And it's also Haniel who can help us as magicians, as travellers in these inner worlds, in kind of creating these beautiful inner, inner landscapes where we're happy, we feel these happiness, uh, happiness feelings and emotions and love and desire and pleasure. It's very much all these aspects of Netzach that she looks after. In terms of actual references uh, to Haniel, as I said, there's not a huge amount about her. She's meant to have been the governor of the second heaven, uh, in charge of prayers ascending from the first heaven. It's meant to have been Haniel who proclaims open all ye gates in Isaiah 26.2. Haniel is also meant to control the kingdoms and kings on earth and has dominion over the moon as well as Venus. Um, obviously with regards to the moon and Venus, traditionally in the Kabbalah or the system I follow anyway, that's normally Gabriel who looks after the moon, but um, you can see how there'd be a bit of a crossover with Haniel, particularly, you know, lots of ancient traditions and stories and folklore associate the moon with, you know, love spells and 
you know the full moon has kind of been this time when you know desire and passion is at its, at its maximum so you can see how there would be quite a lot of crossover with that as well um haniel is also apparently combined with uriel uh, by shakespeare in the tempest to create the spirit ariel and there's also a poem called the golden legend by longfellow and Han- haniel is one of the angels of the seven planets specifically the star of love or the evening star of venus and a quote from the poem anael the angel of the star of love the evening star that shines above the place where lovers be above all happy hearths and homes on roofs of thatch or golden domes i give him charity and that's a quote from longfellow's the golden legend um, Haniel is also known as Aniel, and in the book of Tobit is meant to be the name of Tobit's brother, and we, we've discussed Tobit before in relation to some of the other archangels. So, and in terms of her kind of power, um, you know, very much she can bring peace, she can bring harmony, she can help with friendships, she can also bring love. So if people are single and they want to, um, you know, find a partner, um, Haniel is very much a good energy to work with from from that point of view. Um, she's also very good at keeping friendships alive. Obviously, I know with coronavirus, a lot of us have been isolated. We haven't seen a lot of friends, so working with Haniel can help us to you know re- recover these old relationships, strengthen them, and also help people to find new friends as well. Sometimes you'll find that um, friendships will die, and there's a natural thing. You know, as magicians, we're constantly evolving, we're constantly changing. But um, you know, so sometimes it's not—it's a good thing to actually change and you know shed a skin, and then you find new connections, new people, new friendships. We should be constantly evolving, constantly changing, constantly improving ourselves to be better people, so we can help others. Um, just some of the correspondences before we sort of finish up as i said um haniel is the archangel of nature so she's often visualized in green robes with you know forests and flowers around her um she also has various different correspondences as well so you've got uh, the metal copper um fruit trees particularly apples are also relevant to her roses fennel vervain um, which is a, a good herb to work with if you want to work with this energy emeralds rabbits as well um, doves, rose quartz, lapis lazuli. The numbers four and seven are also meant to be associated with her. Um, and also the Empress Tarot card is quite a nice way of working with this particular energy. And there's lots of other correspondences which I won't go into in detail, but if anyone's interested, they can always reach out. Before we end the episode, I wanted to finish with a short poem, which is called The Exaltation of Inanna which was believed to have been written by a female poet called Enheduanna, who was a princess and high priestess of the moon god Nana in ancient Sumeria, which is Mesopotamia, now Iraq. During the period when the Akkadians had seized control, and she lived between 2285 to 2250 BC, so about four centuries before Abraham and um, pretty amazing that there's a, you know, there's a female poet working in those times. And this is just a short poem, um, which I think kind of sums up some of the, the beautiful energy of this amazing archangel. So hopefully it'll inspire you to go out there and, 
and uh, do some more research. And the poem is called Nin Mesara by Enha Duana. Lady of all divine powers, Lady of the all resplendent light, Righteous lady clothed in heavenly radiance, Beloved lady of An and Uras, Mistress of heaven with the holy diadem, Who loves the beautiful headdress befitting the office of her high priestess, Powerful mistress who has seized all seven divine powers, My lady, you are the guardian of the seven divine powers. You have seized the divine powers. You hold the divine powers in your hand. You have gathered up the divine powers. You have clasped the divine powers to your breast. Like a dragon, you have spewed venom on foreign lands that know you not. When you roar like Isker at the earth, nothing can withstand you. Like a flood descending on alien lands, O powerful one of heaven and earth, you will teach them to fear Inanna. That's a beautiful poem by En Haduana uh, called Nimmasala. That's all we've got time for today. Uh, thanks very much for joining us this week on the Occult London podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Please make sure to visit our website at occultlondon.co.uk where you can subscribe to the show. Speak to you all soon. Friend of mine, you